Welcome to another episode of Conversations with Lamp. I'm your host, James Lampkin, and my guests today are the host of the podcast, Sipping Tea with Nat and Z, Ms. Nat and Ms. Z. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having us. Thanks for having us. Well, I mean, you know, y'all curved me for about a full month, so. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. (laughs) You know, we have a schedule and stuff, and, you know, what do you say when I told you we have, like, a producer? You was like, oh, y'all fancy. Huh. Man, I was like, damn, a producer. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like what I'm doing wrong? I'm doing... <laughs> you know, we got our little set schedule because we meet, you know, a couple times a week, but we'll get into that and stuff. So, but thanks well, for having us. Oh, listen, it's an honor. It's a pleasure to have both of y'all. Y'all record. So let's let's just start with that real quick. So y'all record multiple times a week. So we record, um, so lately we've been recording every week, but we Mm -hmm. record every two weeks, but we meet about two to three times a week, Mm -hmm. every week. And that's to go through like the episode topics, develop more topics. um, Brainstorm. Yeah, brainstorm, um, maybe address some issues that we may have had with the last episode. Sometimes mm-hmm. we need to go through sound check, <laughs> right? Or analytics so, of yeah. who are who are sound who our listeners are, right? And graphics and you know everything that for branding and marketing, um, and just basically to plan out because we plan in quarters okay. um, our information our our episodes. So do do y'all record in person or do y'all record virtually? Virtually, on. Uh, what is it? Riverside. Riverside. Yes. Riverside platform. Z found that um, because before we were, we did, we did a whole bunch of makeshift stuff. Yeah. It worked. It worked, you know, because <laughs> we've been in this for like a year and some change now. Yeah. But, you know, Z found this platform and go ahead, Z, you can talk about what it does. We were just, yeah, we were hood rigging it for a very long time. And then we found a platform that was, um, that provided us the ability to do everything we wanted to do. Uh, you know, we hope to have more guests in the future. So it allows people to call in the audience. Um, we just want people to listen. So um, Riverside is the platform we currently use. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. You, you guys, so you guys script the show out or? Yeah, kind of. Kind of. We have a template. Yeah. We have a template for what we have because, we do research and Z has been amazing with that and organizing the research and all that stuff. Um, and then we have a template that she came up with where we have a, how we open the show. And then we talk our, have, have our disclaimers, talk about the tea and the topic and have a little bit of banter. And then we go into the topics of the show. And then based on a particular topic, we section it out into subcategories that we can talk to talk, you know, speak to throughout the show. So let me, I'm gonna kind of branch off a little bit because I thought about you, both of you ladies, cause I know you both AKAs. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know where you go with this. Right, we already know where this is going. Okay, so where is it going now? Is it going to Insecure? Oh my God, you read my mind. <laughs> yeah. yeah, actually, it, I don't know y'all surprised that I watched the show, but hey, I'm married. It's all good. So what? So what was you? What was you, ladies? React? Did did? What were you surprised when you saw uh, 
Shit, I don't even know her name. I don't. I, I just know. Um, or uh, uh, Beals. Her name? Amanda yeah, Seals. I, Amanda Beals. I don't know her. <laughs> name. I don't know her name on the show. I forgot. Tiffany. Tiffany. Yeah. So what was your reaction? What's your name? Right. Zarepa watches it. I don't. Yeah. I've only oh, seen. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. You don't watch it, Nat? Nat, no. Nat needs her black card revoked for That's multiple okay. things. Okay. <laughs> and, I'm, and I am okay with that because the certain thing, the stuff that I watch sometimes, y'all be like, why would you watch that? Like, I will watch something on the History Channel about the building of the, the framework of the intricacies of metal metallurgy for America. Like, I'll watch okay. something like that. Well, I'm not going to go that far to say your black card should be revoked, but... <laughs> I'm a little surprised that you don't watch it. It's it's yeah. actually a really good show. Well, so I heard. I'm gonna I'm binge watch it after we're during recovery. Well, Nat, we're gonna leave you out this portion. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> I can speak to the other part though. <laughs> so, so what was your action? What was your action Z when you saw her with 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 all the AKA stuff or? Okay, so it's two parts. Okay, so I'm. Uh, you know, a lawyer by trade. So from a legal standpoint, um, I totally understand why any company, corporation, brand would go after someone if they, if they're using, you know, um, their trademark without permission. And that is essentially what has happened here, right? They did not get permission from the organization to use it. And so I feel legally you have the right to do that. And I don't care who you are, Coca-Cola, Pepsi, I don't care mm-hmm. who they got is. permission from Stanford. They got permission. <clears throat> so in that regard, I feel like that was a, and and being though it's a black show and it's a black mm-hmm. organization, somebody dropped the ball somewhere. And right. I feel like that in and of itself is a huge lesson to learn. Mm-hmm. So that's just from a legal standpoint. From an AKA standpoint, I could care less. <laughs> I couldn't care less. Like I just, I saw her and I was like, Oh, oh! But she's been like that for all seasons of the show, right? She's been in AKA since season right. one. So, really? Yes. Yeah. Her and Molly. So that's and I why knew I, that, even though yes. I don't watch it. Thank you very much. So are the AKAs? Um. No, but yeah. she. They're well, for, well, one of them. Is. Well, in right? no, none of them in real life, but right. Show both Molly and right. Tiffany are AKAs. And really? Yes. I didn't pick up on that. Yeah, if you go back to, I believe it was the season, I don't know if this was last season or the season before when Molly left the one, the white firm and went with the black firm. Mm-hmm. She had a whole ass AKA cup mug on her desk that she was drinking from. So mm-hmm. um, I, and I get it. There are some, and this is with anything, right? There are some people who are diehard fans or diehard um, members of mm-hmm. an organization. I don't care if it's Jack and Jill, if True. it's the Lynx. I don't care what it is. There are some people uh-huh. who are just going to bleed and that die color. for their that, colors. Yes. I ain't one of Because there were some people, so I'm in the, I don't know, Z, if you were in the Ivy Outpost group when this happened, like on Facebook, the, um, the group on Facebook that is only for AKs. And Man, when I tell you, like the the whole Ivy post, like was the thread was ridiculous. Some some of our soul wars were up in arms, and then there was some like Zarifa and me, like, eh. and then there were, of course the lawyers that were like they asked Stanford, but they didn't ask the al- members of Alpha Kappa Alpha, and you know how how is that okay that you know you got to get permission from Stanford because Stanford doesn't let anybody just do that, 
and then you don't think you would need it because it's still a corporation. Alpha Kappa Alpha is a business. So why wouldn't you give them the same respect of that? And then other folks were like, I can't believe she has on my shield. On I'm like, but they're actors. It's art. I, and I feel like as Black folk, we have so many other things that we could be fighting over and complaining Preach about. That. And this is like one of the nah. things that we just don't need to be right. addressing. Let's, right. If anything <laughs> else, lesson learned, business branding, go through the proper channels, get your just do. You worked hard. It's a business. Point blank period. And kind of leave it at that. The other stuff, you know, some people, you know, okay. in all organizations, they eat breathe that organization they do and i'll say this like it's just like a, a endpoint like i think also had a lot more to do about who was wearing it i think a lot mm. of people don't like amanda seals and so to see her in that is kind of like okay why is she why is she wearing it and you know i would say there were there were missteps on both parts i feel mm -hmm. like you know, there was missteps on the show's part because you can't tell me that no one in legal thought, hey, maybe we should ask this organization for permission to use right. their trademarks. But they on have the black Greeks on the, on the set. Right. Um, apparently one of the wardrobe people is actually AKA. But on right. the other side, I feel like the organization could have done a better job of containing mm -hmm. the situation. As mm -hmm. soon as they were made aware that this was going on, they could have said, yes, we are aware that our, you know, shield was used on the show Insecure, a show that, you know, represents black people of all, and then said, you know, although the permission was not granted, we have no problem with working with the show to get this situation mm -hmm. rectified and look forward to working with HBO and ESA in the future, whatever the case may be. Right. And if they would have done that, everybody would have just shut up and we would have went on our business, but they didn't do that. They were yeah. clandestine and sent everybody all of the stores oh. an email <laughs> saying, don't talk to anybody. Right, this. and then those, some of the other younger uh, sororities that should know protocol, you don't put anybody's business. It's like any internal organization. You don't put that out. No. For everybody to see. That's that's just not appropriate. So, yeah. yeah. It's a, it's a kerfuffle. So let me... So let me put this this um, transition to this because I listened to um, you ladies last episode, um, Living with Purpose. I think that was what it was titled. Oh, The Purpose Driven Life. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. OK. Mm -hmm. Purpose Driven Life. So I'm going to start. I'm going I'm to I'm phrase the question for both of you, but I'm going to start with Nat first. Mm -hmm. You both were talking about the book, The Alchemist. So starting with you, Nat, how, when was the first time you read it? Well, I'm currently reading it now, actually. Um, I had finished two other books and recently started it. Um, and I appreciate, I know um, Zarifa has read it a couple times, um, but I'm just starting. But I thought to look into it based on the journey of the young man and then just, just from what I've heard about it and how it can help you really give you some insight on how you approach things and react to things going forward and have your perspective of life. But Z could speak more in depth to it since I just started. Well, be before I go to it, was mm -hmm. she the one introduced you to the book? No, I had heard about it from before. It was always on my list. It was like Four Agreements, The Power of Now, The Alchemist. Like I always knew I was gonna have it in my book list. Okay. Well, let me, come to, you. Conversations. Mm -hmm. let me come to you, Z. Who was the first person? How'd you come from? become familiar with the book so um if you like you said if you <clears throat> excuse me 
you've listened to our podcast a few times. So, you mm-hmm. know, I'm a huge proponent of therapy. I think everybody mm-hmm. needs therapy, should go to therapy. And about, I would say, 2014, 15, I was just going through a really rough time. And I was having just a lot, there was just a lot of things were going on in my life. I had was a caregiver for my grandmother. Um, I had just ended a very long relationship and that person um, eventually wound up dying like a year later. And so I was just going through it. And I had a conversation with my therapist and one of the things we were talking about was just like, I just felt lost. I just didn't know what direction to go to. I didn't know if I was up, down, what. And my therapist actually was the person who recommended the book to me and you know talking with him at the time he was just like you know I think this is going to really resonate with you um it's going to help center you it's going to help you find you know your purpose it's going to help really bring things into focus and that book had me probably within the first couple pages and so any time I'm feeling like a little lost or I feel like you know maybe something isn't going well or something isn't going the way that I want it to go. Um, I always come back to that book and I just, it just centers me. I, you know, it's tattered because I'm not a Kindle person. I like mm-hmm. books. I yeah. like the feel and smell of books. So I've ha- have passages highlighted. Um, and I, I, it's definitely a book that I recommend to everybody. When I met my husband, I actually told him to read the book. Um, I was like, this is going to be uh, a game changer for you. And I think, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just, I don't know. I think it's just a good story. It just, and it, and it has something for everybody. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I didn't recommend it to Natalie, but I'm sure at some point I probably, (laughs) I probably would have. Right. I definitely probably would have. Yeah. It was definitely, it was definitely my list of books to read. Now I'm a, I'm a, I'm expand on something um, Z was talking about. Um, she's saying she believes in all all people need therapy. How, how, do you agree? Disagree? How do you feel about that? I completely wholeheartedly agree because there are things that happen throughout our lifetime that our friends, as much as they may love us and support us, everybody's going through their own stuff. And to there's certain things you can talk to about your friends, but when it comes to like dumping and working through some really hard decisions and choices that may, that shame may come into to play or just not understanding why you did what you did, hidden traumas, trauma bonding, all those things make may manifest as an adult in different ways. And then if your friend knows you in one capacity, they're not going to necessarily see that other part of you where maybe where you may be having a negative manifestation of something that happened to you when you were either in your 20s or when you're younger that may prompt you to go to therapy. Um, and also, you know, it's it's a judgment-free zone. As much as we love our friends, we have friends, of course, that we know for sure that won't judge us. But then you also had to think about, do I really want to dump that on somebody? Because then there's no resolution. They can't always provide you with next steps or a way to remedy the situation right um you know what i mean but i definitely think you know you know we talk about it all the time and i just had my session with my therapist on sunday um it's it's just a great opportunity to hash out your thoughts because if you don't write or you journal or anything like that then there's someone that can give you some time-tested professional tools to get you to that next level or 
recommend if other things need to be addressed. Right. Which your friend can't necessarily do other than like, hey, let's like that better help commercial, <laughs> which I know you've seen. <laughs> They're like, oh my gosh, I feel sad. They're like, ah, oh, I used to take up a hobby. That doesn't really help me. Right. And I think us as sometimes I, I think our community tends to to look away mm. or shy away from therapy. And yes. I think it's because it's a negative connotation that's surrounding mm-hmm. it. It's like people feel like, well, if you're going to therapy, you must be crazy. Something yes. must be wrong. wrong. And it, it it's not always something is wrong. Yes, there are people who go because they suffer from depression or they suffer mm-hmm. from anxiety, but there are people who need to, you know, transition from, you know, a marriage to being single, or mm-hmm. there are people who, you know, um, are dealing with death that they can't seem to, to get out of. Um, right. There are a lot of different reasons that people need to, to probably have some type of therapy in their mm-hmm. life. And I just hope that, you know, we get away from the mindset that you only need to go to therapy if you're crazy. Right. Um, or like I said in one of our episodes, it was just like, yes, you know, a lot of times we, we a lot of the older folks will say, well, you just need to go to church. You just need to- Yes, and pray it away. <laughs> yeah, just pray it away. You- and we put some laying hands on you. Yes, just go to God. And I say, yes, yes. go to God. Give it to God, but also give a copay. Yes, give a copay. Give it you to know God what? Let me let me let me interrupt you because you you said something that I was going to transition to, and I and I, I don't want to lose my thought. Um, I'm gonna stay with you, Zarif, and then I'm gonna come to you, Nat. Mm-hmm. How important? I mean, not how important. How much of a factor do you think having the available resources are? Because you just said you mentioned the copay, and some people may not have the insurance. to pay for the therapy so how big a factor do you think that is i think it's a huge factor we actually Mm -hmm. just talked about that 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 Mm -hmm. healthcare unfortunately is a luxury luxury for some and you know therapy is definitely one of that and i think even for people who you know have the access to good health care even therapy can sometimes be um, yes because you know some therapists aren't you know taking insurance Mm. um but I would say, you know, if you are someone who doesn't have the full access to therapy, you know, there are support groups maybe mm-hmm. that are in your area that you could go to. Um, a lot of therapists do sliding scales. So yeah. if you find a therapist that you like, see if they can work with you with the payments. Um, I would say, you know, a lot of people don't think about this, but talk to your primary care physician because sometimes they can also assist you with trying to find affordable um, therapy, mm-hmm. but I'll say it's still a challenge. And especially for black and brown people to find somebody who looks mm-hmm. like you, who understands you, who could speak your language, that is tough. Yeah. That is tough. Um, mm-hmm. because the first therapist yeah. I had was not was not black or brown. <laughs> <laughs> they were neither of those. No. They they couldn't <laughs> check those boxes. And they were not female. So it was a rough go in the beginning, but I would say he helped me as far as he could. Mm-hmm. And then I had to find somebody who spoke my language a little more. And so sometimes it's trial and error. Um, you may have to kiss a couple of frogs before you find your prince, but I would say mm-hmm. it's worth it. And, you know, if you feel like things aren't in your life, aren't going the way that you want them to go and like you said you feel like oh I've talked to my friends till they're blue in the face maybe Mm -hmm. this is a a time to seek some outside counsel I'm gonna just for a sec Mm because 
uh, Z brought up something really important and it made me think of a clip I saw. Um, Z, I don't know if you watched the show, This Is Us. Yes, I do. It's one so, of my favorite shows. <laughs> so I don't watch the show, mm-hmm. but I saw a clip. Um, it was the black guy. He was talking to his therapist who was a white woman. Mm-hmm. And she was saying like, he he called her and told her like, he had to leave because yes. he, she, she, he just couldn't, he, he felt like he needed something else. So now that you, now that I know you watched the show, how did you feel watching that scene? I was like in my house, like, yes, Randall, <laughs> yes. Because that's exactly what it is. I mean, and it's no shade. Like, you know, I'm not saying that it's, you know, you should, if you find a therapist is not brown or black and that's, was working for you then stick with it mm-hmm. sometimes especially in that scene randall was going through a lot of things and one of the things he was going through was being adopted into a white family mm-hmm. and not really understanding his identity and his culture and always feeling like his family always kind of brushed aside some mm-hmm. of the um the situations and conversations that he had, you know, growing up. And so at a point he realized, okay, I have to address this because this is some, there's some trauma attached to this, but this therapist is not going to be able to get me there. I have Mm. to find somebody who's going to be able to speak that language. So I think it was probably a very mature decision for him to make and definitely a decision that you could only make if you are willing to do the work and understand Mm. what it's going to take to do the work. Because therapy is hard. It's not Amen. Amen. Not easy. It's not easy. Woo. It is, yeah, no. Now, I'm, let me come to you now, because we're going to piggyback off of what, what um, Z was talking about with praying your problems away, going, mm-hmm. you know, studying on the therapy. <laughs> For you personally, Nat, how, do, how does it make you feel when someone tells you, oh, just pray about it and give it to God instead of possibly going to some real therapy? Um. Yeah, I normally say, yeah, but God also blessed us with, individuals who are skilled to handle this type of situation. God gave us doctors. God gave us dentists. So if there are certain things placed in the realm of God, as you say, then why wouldn't I utilize that or leverage that to my benefit? So, and then I also think therapy is a very private discussion. It's a private decision, rather. And nobody else has to know that you go to therapy, but you and your therapist. So, but dispelling the the stigma associated with it can still be very hard within the Black community. And part of me feels like, you know, in the field that I work in, within in primarily with Black women and stuff, some of the some of the excuse me conversations are exactly like what you said. Like I'm depressed, or they won't use depressed. I'm feeling down, or you know, I I, I don't feel I feel out of sorts, and it just adds insult to injury to me when someone says go give it to God and go pray like that's the only way to facilitate what you're going through because some folks need that person they need a physical object or someone to talk to that excuse me that is giving responses to what they're saying and that can be there and be present and there's and they know that they're being seen um is important because a lot of times when you're in therapy, the reason why you haven't told anybody anything is because you don't think anybody cares. You don't think anyone wants to actually sit and hear what you have to say because you don't feel like you're being seen. And I think when, excuse me, when people just 
it's dismissive and I feel like it's it's kind of rude and insulting to a bit. And I know people are coming from a helpful place, but there's certain things that are in place to help facilitate that journey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna come now. I'm gonna come to Zarifa because I listened to an I listened to an episode um, that you guys recorded, and I don't remember the title because it was a couple months back. But it was mm-hmm. one of the but it was the episode that made me reach out again after y'all curved me like four times. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, it was you. You went. You ladies were talking about. Um, fatherhood it was your father's day episode now that it mm-hmm. came back to me mm-hmm. you ladies were talking about fatherhood um and i don't think that's discussed enough in a positive light but you ladies did an excellent job covering that so i wanted to talk to you z more about it like what got what made you what made you all record that episode so we were talking you know <clears throat> like natalie had had indicated earlier we do our pot we choose topics and then we divide the year into a quarter. So we say, okay, what are we gonna talk about this quarter? And we look at the holidays and what's going on. And um, so for that particular one, we looked and it was like it was Father's Day. And we started having a conversation how like every Mother's Day, you see women who say, you know, um, I mean, every Father's Day, you see women who say, you know, happy Father's Day to me because I'm the mother and the father and, you know, <laughs> and, and I was like, I just, I don't like those posts um, yeah. at all for a multitude of reasons. But I said, you know, one of the things that is unfortunate is that there are, you know, really good Black fathers out mm-hmm. here and they don't get their... Um, just do enough, but it's also important to understand that there's a uh, a father, the topic, the episode is called father child dynamic. Mm -hmm. There, it's important to understand that there are, that the relationship between a father and the child actually has a huge impact on Mm -hmm. who that child will be when they get up. I mean, when they get older, Um, you know, a lot of times we talk about, you know, and it's outside. It's more than just the the standard that everybody says. Oh, a father's job is to keep their daughter off the pole. Yeah, okay. Oh, <laughs> but, Lord, what a, what a tagline! But there's is it's so much more than that, right? Yes. Like a father is gonna show a woman, you know, if if he's doing it right, what a healthy, loving relationship mm. with the woman is supposed to look like he's going to be able to show his son that it, it's okay to be emotional mm. um but you also need to learn how to keep your emotions in check because you could get out here and somebody test you and you don't have your emotions in check and then you're flying off the handle yeah. um you know and so i thought it was important for us to to highlight the fact that you know black fathers do not get enough um you know positive affirmations and it's also to important to understand that you know when there are positive when there's a positive connection between the father and a child that person um grows up to be an amazing human being but it is Mm -hmm. definitely important to nurture those relationships early um and then highlight the fact that there are men who are doing it right and this is what looks like when they're doing it right and yeah there are some that do it wrong and we can all attest to that, male or female. You met right. some people. They're like, uh, you know, your daddy wasn't in your life, <laughs> right? right. <laughs> but um, you know, it's it, and it was important for me too because I, growing up, I did not have a great relationship with my father, um, 
And it was, I would say it was well into my, <laughs> I don't think my, <laughs> me and my dad actually came to terms until I like late thirties, early forties. Um, and, you know, looking at now, looking at it with grace and understanding who my dad was at that point in time, I understand he did the best that he could. And mm -hmm. so, you know, I think that it's like, again, it's, it's important to just understand that th that, that relationship is complex and that when done right again you can raise some beautiful human beings but you know there are some some that <laughs> just yeah. you know don't get Test that love and support and that's and that's unfortunate that's true Matt, coming to you um mm -hmm. i've actually met your father a couple times a uh, mm -hmm. great man thank you um, talk about the influence he's had on your life oh my goodness um I am definitely a daddy's girl. Um, my father, you know, I'm the eldest of eldest grandkid, granddaughter in my family, first girl, everything. So um, my father and I have a really, I think we have a really unique and genuine relationship in that he also saved my life when I was six. Um, literally like got a life-saving award, did CPR, was in the news and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, Thought I was Mary Lou Retton and fell off of Swing's Dead. Whoa. Yeah, didn't really work out for me. So, um, but my father has always, he's very, he's a quiet man. Um, but when he speaks, he definitely speaks with wisdom and tries to, I guess, educate me on the ways of the world. He's very spiritual. Um, when we grew up, we, I, we watched a lot of nature shows. And at the time, I'm like, oh, my goodness. And that's probably, that's where I get my whole documentary thing and all the type of shows that I do watch. And he said, these type of shows will teach you how people interact with each other. They will teach you how the world works based on what's going on in the animal kingdom. Or if you look at past empires, how they fall in, how people interact with each other and the politics and the dynamics. Um, you know, and he also taught me how to change a tire, put together an engine, make sure that we were self-sufficient. And I could put together things. So, you know, he made it so that my my sister and I were very self-sufficient. But because we're Jamaican, um, we have there's a whole cultural influence on what girls are allowed to do and not allowed to do within our culture, which of course, as I got older, I kind of bucked against. But I get why the dynamics were the way they were. And he's very attentive. He showed me how a man can, like Zarifa said show their emotions to a point, still be protective and attentive to my mom. Like he still dates my mom. He, they still go out. They like going on a date for them nowadays is going to CBS. Like they don't go anywhere without each other. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, how do you want to do it? Oh, we're going to go to CBS or Costco. Like, and, and that's their, their little time together. Um, but he, you know, he's, he's influenced me to, and he also let me know how some males, members of the male species are as well um and how to just be mindful to to a degree of how some men or male species can treat people based on their upbringing which comes full circle you know to everything and um what his relationship was with his dad he imparted me on you know what that was like and he always wants to make sure that we keep in contact and that you know they that we know that you're talented he i would say also you know and, and he and i did a show on like the love languages in my household they my family is very affectionate 
and they give words of affirmation. And that's what I kind of grew up on and what I come to practice myself to a degree, also with acts of service. But I think it definitely had a lasting impression on how I receive love and how I expect to receive love and how I give love to friends, significant other, what have you. Um, but it was definitely impactful. How my, my father has a huge impact on my life and how I view quite a bit of life in general. I'm going to close with this question because I think it's very important because you ladies, um, I've known Nat a little longer, but I've met um, Z through Nat. But I'm going to start with you, Z. What is... what? Um, it's describe your friend, your friendship, sisterhood with Nat. Like, why is she so important to you, your life? Oh, wow. Um, good one. That is a good one. <laughs> I've known Nat since I was 18 years old, and yeah. we are 44 now. So that <laughs> tells you the extent <laughs> of we've been roommates. We have, yeah. and it's Long, weird. Yeah, we pledge together. Yeah, it's 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 you know it's rare. I'll say this. I see. I'll say this, I've seen memes or, and I'm pretty sure you've seen this James, like where women may say, I don't have that many female friends and I don't, you know, women just are trash and I can't be friends. With this. And <laughs> I just, I don't, I never understood that because I have had the same, like I said, my core group of girls, I've been my core group of girls since I was like 18. Um, and I would just say, Nat is just one of those genuine people who's just nice we actually had this conversation mm -hmm. recently where it's just like you have a crew of people everybody has that crew you have the people who are very empathetic the people who are not the people who are going to be a little judgmental the people who are going to be the listening ear nat is definitely the listening ear i can go to natalie and tell her anything natalie has mm -hmm. been with me and and has held my hand through some very challenging points in my life. Um, I There was a point, I was over Natalie's house, just like maybe like 2015, 16, I was over Natalie yeah. every damn day. They might as well have just adopted me. Basically, <laughs> like dream of your room upstairs. Because <laughs> I was there every day. Um, and there was no, you know, I didn't need to say anything. I could mm -hmm. just show up and Natalie would just open her home. And if I wanted to talk, cool. If I didn't, cool um and it's rare to find those type of people and when you do find those type of people you have to to hold on to them and you know at like any relationship or friendship we all are going to go through our ups and downs mm -hmm. um and Nat and I've had our ups and downs but mm -hmm. we have definitely grown um up together I will say that yeah um true. and it is definitely a beautiful thing to see somebody that you've seeing you know like i said it's 18 turn into this just amazing human being and an amazing woman and that this friendship is one of the friendships that i actually not to say that i don't cherish any of my friendships but <laughs> i cherish this, this relationship a lot and honestly this is the only person i could have done this with and that's Aww. those are, is no that's not cap that is actual facts that's what the kids say that's not cap <laughs> no cap no cap <laughs> um she's literally the only person i could have done this with our personalities are similar but very different so it's mm -hmm. easy for us to play off of each other um and i think i'll i'll let natalie agree to this or not but i think our our friendship and our relationship has actually grown mm -hmm. since we've done this i think we've actually become closer Mm -hmm. um, since we've done this. Thank you, Z. I love you. That was beautiful. Same question for you, Nat. <laughs> oh, 
pictures of like getting verklempt. Um, <laughs> and it's so true because, you know, when Z and I met, we met, we were all on the same floor at, at Pitt, I think, because mm-hmm. we were there for the summer. And, you know, like Z said, our friendship has gone through so many iterations of our life. And mm-hmm. like, we've, we've been with each other through so many of those situations mm-hmm. and we've seen each other. And I couldn't agree more that I couldn't have done it with anybody else with, other than Yuzi because of how we vibe. Like there's times even when we're on, when we're talking, we, we're watching each other while we're recording the, the show and we say the same thing. Mm-hmm. And it just, it'll just come out, you know, and Z, you know, her humor, her, her laugh is just priceless. <laughs> and it's just, Sometimes when she comes out with some stuff and she's like, I don't care. You know, um, what was the thing we were saying? Ask me if I know so and so. Oh my God. And you know, Z will bring that humor, the 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 rawness of how to engage with folks sometimes. And I would definitely take a page out of her book sometimes when how she addresses people and how she deals with people because some people and but like she said the the discussion of if I'm the nice friend Z, Z is the friend she's like look girl I'm your ride or die but don't <laughs> test me <laughs> you know what I mean and, and you know that you know she got your back you know she has love for you and I think these discussions that we have and she does and I have to say she does an amazing, amazing job on organizing this podcast because it, this, the way she just, just brings everything together is absolutely amazing. And I, and I, I cannot say enough about that. And because of her wit and just how smart she is and just her humor on so many things, Z-Web always had us laughing through school, like all ways. And I knew during that time when, you know, she needed me in that regard that we didn't have to say anything. And I think it's a beautiful thing when you have a friendship, when you have that friend, you don't have to say anything. You can just come in and plop down next onto the couch or wherever you're sitting or go out and drink. And a whole conversation can be had without saying a thing. That's a Mm -hmm. special, that's Mm -hmm. a special and unique, hard to find thing that I think Z and I have like and even when we're together and we'll be at different things we can look across the room and we have a whole conversation about what just happened (laughs) and then then go back and talk about it and and like girl did you see yes and then da 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 and that's that's not you know because I didn't really you know I had friends going you know in our college and Z knows this I was in unfortunately in a, a relationship that was not all that kind to me I was in an abusive relationship through college so I was like pit crew and her adjacent for a lot of college. And then I was able to kind of drift back into the fold with everyone and, and nobody skipped a beat. It just worked, you know, and there was no judging. There was no, well, why did you do X, Y, and Z coming from, from, from Z? And she gives different perspectives on things. You know, she won't tell you how to do something. She'd be like, well, this is what I think, excuse me, do with it what you will. You know, but I'm here to support you either way. And that type of love and generosity and then genuineness from someone, you can't, it's not something that you can find 
nowadays. I don't know. People, you wear a hairstyle the wrong eyelashes and they ain't friends no more. Like, I don't, I don't know how that works. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got the same dress on as me. Like, I don't think women know how, and we just kind of touch upon this with the Mean Girls thing about relationships and how women oftentimes tear each other down um, without realizing we're all in this together and we can lift each other up. And I think this vision that we had that came out of Z being at the house all the time and us just chopping it up in our mixed drinks Mondays, you know, it was organic how this happened. And it made sense because we vibed on the conversations that we had regularly. And we knew, and Z came up, Z was like, you know, there's other people that probably think these types of things. And I was like, you know, that's true. And let's figure out how we can do this and how we can make it work. And it just worked amazingly. And, you know, she's an amazing woman that does the damn thing. She knows the <laughs> shit. Thank you. Know? you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really, I really, really, really appreciate you ladies doing this. Um, it's been a, it's truly been an honor and a pleasure having you on the podcast. Um, Thank it was you. worth getting curved full time. So, you know, <laughs> it wasn't anything personal, really. And I was like, in and out the hospital and, you know, nothing personal, nothing personal. Before, before we end it, please, um, I don't know who wants to do the honors. Is it going to be you or is it going to be Znat? Which one? Oh, to talk about the closing out. Yeah, so who's going? Who's us. going? Who's going to talk about how to find a podcast? I can do it. Okay, mm-hmm. go ahead, Z. Yes, so you can find us. The you know we're sipping tea with Nat and Z. You can find us on Instagram at sipping tea underscore. What is it? Sipping tea. Sipping <laughs> <laughs> tea underscore Nat and Z underscore pod. pod on yes. On IG. Mm-hmm. You can find us on Facebook if you want to listen to the podcast. You can find us on Anchor. We are on Amazon. We are on Apple. Apple. We're on Spotify. We're on the Black Podcasting um, mm-hmm. app. So um, anywhere you listen to your podcast, you can probably find us. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes. Again, ladies, I thank you all for doing this and I wish you nothing but the best with everything you're going with the podcast, your careers, business, just everything you ladies have going. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Same so to you. Much. Thank you yes. for having us. This was fun. Thank you. Yes, right. yes, yes. Thank you. I want to thank everyone for taking the time to listen to the podcast. I truly appreciate your support. You can follow me on Instagram at conversations underscore with underscore lamp. My Facebook is also conversations with lamp. You can listen to the podcast on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. Again, thank you all for listening. Have a great day.